What's up, everyone? This is Jacob Moses, host of the Not Boring Tech Writer, where in each episode, we cover a different skill so you can enhance your skill sets, improve your marketability, diversify your career, and really just be an example of someone who is breaking the stereotype um, that technical writing is a boring career. This episode's skill, getting involved in a community. And to discuss the value of getting involved in a community, there's truly no one else I'd rather have as a guest than my guest today, Eric Holscher, who is co-founder of Write the Docs. And if you're unfamiliar with Write the Docs, it's an organization that's just relentlessly building a community around documentation. Whether you're working strictly in documentation as a tech writer, or maybe you're affiliated with it as a designer or marketer, Write the Docs has given us a meeting place, whether through its annual conferences or local meetups, that has just been so empowering for both myself and I know thousands of others um, involved in documentation. So I'm going to stop talking because Eric just has so much awesome stuff to share, um, both on the value of getting involved in a community in general And then once you are in that community, really making the most of it, having the right mindset. So without further ado, here's Eric. Hey there, Eric. How are you doing today? Uh, Not too bad. How about you? I'm doing good. I mean, this is this is one of those podcast episodes where like I got to text my mom and just like tell her that I get to interview the co-founder of one of like the dopest organizations, and uh, she kind of understood. <laughs> um, but it sounds about like the level of understanding my mom has. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm glad you can relate, but but seriously, I'm just I'm so thankful that you agreed to be a guest, especially since we're we're on the home stretch before the Write the Docs conference coming up this weekend. Yeah, no, that is that is definitely true. I am sitting in my living room with a massive pile of boxes. <laughs> oh, you're preparing well. We appreciate it. Yeah, no, we have lots of lots of stickers and lanyards and badges and all sorts of good stuff. There you go, some some swag for the attendees. Yep. Yeah. So, so Eric, as as co-founder of Write the Docs, I mean, you obviously understand the power of community, the power of just gathering people together, whether that's online or in person. And I'd love to just hear your story and the moment or maybe series of moments when you really understood and embraced the power of community. Um, yeah, so I guess really it was kind of straight out of college. I, I got a computer science degree uh, at Mary Washington in Virginia, and I kind of moved halfway across the country to Lawrence, Kansas um, <laughs> to, work on, uh, to work on a web shop that did programming at a newspaper. And I kind of got dropped into the middle of kind of the Python language community and the kind of Django web framework community specifically. And so I went to PyCon, um, which is kind of the big gathering of Python programmers every year in, in Chicago that year. And that's really, I was just kind of blown away by, you know, all these people who use all the software that I use every day were just there and super accessible and really just like human. And I just met so many really, really interesting people and just really have kind of felt welcomed and, you know, even though I was just like some little brat who just graduated college, you know? <laughs> um, like just this, this sense of community and the sense of 
just having a, a, a tribe, you know, I think is kind of the, the current way of describing this feeling um, was just very, very profound for me. Um, and it really, I think I've gone to PyCon every year <laughs> uh, since then. Actually, PyCon is, is the week after Write the Docs in Portland this oh, year. Really? So just, cool. just adding to the, the stress level of, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a, doing a three-hour uh, tutorial um, the next, <laughs> the next uh, week. Uh, that following weekend, so that's you got a lot on your plate. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's kind of it's kind of like a yearly a yearly thing. Yeah, uh, the first actual the first write the docs conference was the week before I I went to go hike the Pacific Crest Trail. So <laughs> it's really it's really just like a, a long history of you know overloading myself <laughs> with conference organizing and lots of other good stuff. Seasonal stress, but good stress. <laughs> exactly, um, but yeah, really, I think PyCon and then throughout the years, um, kind of. Branching from there, I've really just seen so much value in a lot of the different communities. Um, and a lot of those communities were really the inspiration for Write the Docs, um, kind of the, the open source, quote unquote, community conference um, is, is our kind of our template or our inspiration. So you knocked out college and got involved with this community of programmers. And I know that you mentioned that that community was really an inspiration towards starting Write the Docs. But why, why a group of documentarians? Um, Yourself so yeah, so, what motivated that? So I guess there's, there's kind of the, the long version of the story, which is probably appropriate here, um, is that in 2010, there was a project called the Django Dash, which was a 48-hour just hack day, right, where it was kind of just everybody just get together in teams of two or three and just make something over a weekend. Mm. Uh, it's really fun. Uh, it's pretty common in the programming world. Um, and kind of as a, a member of the Python community, I'd been writing a lot of documentation, um, but it was really, really kind of hard to host it. And so the little hack day idea that we kind of came up with was an ability to basically just have a little web service that sits there and listens to GitHub webhooks. You know, and whenever you, you make a commit to your documentation, you're like, hey, like, it should automatically rebuild, right? Like, we have we have the technology to do this. And there was nothing really out there that did it. Um, and so that project that we created on that, that hack day was called Read the Docs, um, which is still today an open source kind of documentation hosting platform. And it's just kind of built on that core idea of, right, it's still, the core function of it is, is still kind of, you know, tied to GitHub or tied to a version control mm -hmm. system and, you know, automatically having your docs up to date. And then the project kind of grew for a couple years. Um, and that took us to, I think, 2012, where I was um, hanging out at a cafe with Troy and a few other people. We used to do these weekly kind of programmer meetups in Portland. I was kind of lamenting the lack of community around our project. I was like, hey, like, you know, why? We have a lot of users, but we don't have any community. And so how do you build community? <laughs> uh, and Troy is kind of a, a kind of a serial conference starter. <laughs> um, he's done, he did a JSConf in Japan he did uh, Node PDX. Um, he's done a few other ones. I think Cascadia JS and uh, a couple, couple more. I mean, that's kind of his idea, right? He's always like, you know, just get people in a room yeah. and magic happens. Yeah, right? it usually turns out <laughs> well. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you get, if you get the right people. Um, so yeah, that's really where it was. Is just kind of it, we kind of envisioned it as being a a user conference for Read the Docs. Um, which is where the name came from, right? <laughs> um, kind of that, that transitive uh, read-write uh, thing that I think still confuses people till, <laughs> to this day. Um, but, um, 
But yeah, and so we really just wanted to get a community of people that cared about documentation. And, you know, both of us having backgrounds as programmers has really kept, you know, we didn't just be like, hey, let's let's make an event for people that write documentation full time. It's much more of a, let's create an event for people that care about documentation. And that's where the whole documentarian concept came from was, you know, uh, Eric Redmond, actually, who was kind of the third person who was originally kind of there helping us do it. He actually coined that term um, for this set of people where it's like, you know, it's not... It's not a job title, right? It's it's a it's a worldview, um, and so yeah, it's like that's one of the really cool things about about the conference today is that it's not just writers, right? It's programmers, it's support people, it's designers, it's marketers. You know, anyone who within an organization cares about documentation, you know, they they have a, a seat at the table, and I think that's really important. And I love the line in y'all's origin story on the Write the Docs website um, from Troy that read. I saw a community that didn't see itself. And documentarians are already, for the most part, used to being siloed. But I think it's so powerful that you and Troy came together. The origin story said that Troy ran into you at an eatery, just, again, that sense of community. And since then, just how many people have been interested in Write the Docs? I know in that first meeting y'all expected, or conference, I'm sorry, expected between 50 to 100 people and then ended up being over two fifty. Uh, yeah, somewhere a little, a little over two hundred. Troy, Troy tends to to over <laughs> over inflate. <laughs> you know, you add a little ten percent out of the numbers to make it make it look good. Still cool. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we we um, he he like made the website for the conference kind of the first time, and we just put it on Twitter, and then it ended up at like the top of Hacker News, and yeah, we ended up getting like three hundred or something signups to the oh, mailing yeah. list on like the first day. <laughs> um. So it was like, oh wait, maybe, maybe we need to kind of re reevaluate <laughs> some of our assumptions here. <laughs> People are pumped about it, and rightfully so. Yeah, but no, it was it was really just kind of came out of nowhere, and yeah, I think we I think we launched it in January of 2013, and then the we the conference was actually in April, so it was a very very quick turnaround. <laughs> and then also, in addition to the conference, um, you have the meetups, which are local in cities. I think it says 15 cities worldwide. When did mm-hmm. when did meetups get involved? When did that occur? Um, it really kind of got going after, I believe, the second conference. I think we had maybe like one or two sprout up maybe in Portland, I think, after the first event. Um, but it was really kind of the second year where people were like, hey, this isn't this isn't like a fluke. That thing I felt last year, I feel it again. <laughs> and it's like, I want to I wanna be surrounded by these people, you know, more often. Yeah. Um, and kind of be able to have that that local community in, in places and, and kind of manifest that that feeling of, you know, like you said, people kind of tend to, to work in silos, especially around writing and documentation. Like having a place to go that's full of other people like you is is really exciting. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it sucks if that's just once a year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I live here in Boulder um, and we have a, a Boulder Denver Write the Docs meetup. And it's it's just a really great group of people that are all committed to the craft. So at least here in Boulder, we're we're very appreciative of y'all's meetups. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I think um, that's been going kind of off and on at least for a year or so. And hopefully, I think every every year after the conference, the, the meetups really get kind of invigorated. Yeah, um, and everybody's and you. It's really now that we're starting to have a a set of meetups. You know, people come and they're like, oh, I. 
I had to leave my city, go somewhere else. <laughs> I had to go to Portland and sit in this really cool room. And I met the people from my city that I should have known, right? It's, it's that kind of hilarious. Um, just like, yeah, we, we traveled, you know, what, 1,500 miles just to meet someone who lives, you know, five miles away. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you form those friendships and those bonds and, yeah, you keep them going. Yeah. And, and since you and Troy started, right, the docs, I think you said January 2013, I mean, y'all have seen rapid growth, I think. Over 600 attendees at the Write the Docs conferences each year, 1,500 meetup members. I mean, what does that say about people's desire for community, especially those who work in documentation? Um, well, I mean, I think I think everyone wants community, right? Um, and that's one of the the really kind of powerful things is. I think particularly in kind of the tech writing world is a lot of people feel kind of cut off or siloed and they don't feel like they have a sense of community. Right. And so I think that's really what's drawn people is, you know, as, as Troy said, there was this group of people who just didn't know each other existed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you kind of build those bridges and, and kind of people come together, then they then invite other people. <laughs> um, and so in terms of growth, I mean, I really, I really have no context for what, what good or reasonable or grow, you know, like it's just like starting a community and seeing where it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, the conferences get bigger every year, which is always exciting. And <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's just, it's, it's grown at a very sustainable pace though, right? It's not, it's, it's more of a, a linear growth than an exponential growth. Um, and I think that's a much, a much healthier way to grow in general. Yeah. And it's, it's been really exciting just to see, I think the conferences get about 25% bigger every year. Um, and the meetups, are growing a little bit faster than that, but uh, only because they started at a, at a small number. <laughs> yeah. And you're um, in the States, you're in Europe. I mean, yeah, I actually just had, just had somebody email me from Barcelona cool. uh, a couple days ago being like, Hey, I want to start, start a meetup here. Heck yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah, no, it's, it's really exciting. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there's just, there's just so much value to, to feeling like you're part of a, a broader community. Mm-hmm. And I think for a lot of people, you know, programmers, they care about documentation. They, they can be kind of ostracized uh, in the programming world, right? It's it's definitely not getting the respect that it should within that profession. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's one of the big things we're trying to change. And, you know, we've we've slowly, slowly advanced that, but there's still a lot of work to do. Um, so, yeah, I think there's I think there's a lot of different kind of ways that people get in into the community. Um but I think for the most part, it is still, you know, that the core is is technical writers that didn't feel like they had a community before. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned before just how surprised you guys were with all the different people working in different disciplines that attend the conference. Tech writers, designers, topographers, API-driven startups. I mean, it really attracted a large group of people all that all care about documentation. And I think that's very powerful. Totally. Yeah. And it, it's cool to see that a lot of the, you know, little startups, you know, with five, 10, 20 people, it's something they're starting to see, you know, the value in, and it is really a differentiator. And, you know, it's part of, it's part of their sales and marketing. It's, you know, it's like, I think people are really starting to see that it's an important part of a product, um, especially if you're selling to, to a technical audience, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, so someone say someone's interested in getting involved in a community Maybe it's as large as they're at the Docs conference or more local like one of y'all's meetups or a similar community. Um, 
near where they live. How can someone get the greatest value from the community? What what perspective should they have whenever all of a sudden they find themselves among like-minded people? Um, and I, I think this is this is one of the things that I've always kind of had this weird cognitive dissidence about uh, when people talk about networking. And I've always viewed going to conferences and, and interacting with people as just like meeting awesome people and yeah. making friends. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, I, and I think like when people use the word networking, they, they view it as much more of like a transaction yeah. where like, I will help you and you will help me. And like, we, we, <laughs> this, we'll have this tra- like transactional relationship. I think it's really just going in and kind of being open and, and just meeting the interesting people and, and seeing who's there, you know, like, yeah. um, you know, going, going to a meetup, talking to the organizer, asking if you can help them. Because one of the best ways to kind of feel connected to a group is, is to help out. Mm. Um, you know, maybe after you go to a, a few a few of the meetups, you can give a, a lightning talk. Um, I think that's one of the things that we try to we keep at every conference because it's a really great way to get people up on stage for the first time. Mm. Um, and you know, just like a three, four, or five minute talk about something that you care about, right? It's not it's not super. <laughs> it's not it's not overwhelmingly uh, scary or anything, right? It's, you know, if you get up there and only talk for three minutes, then it was not great, you know, it's over. (laughs) You know, there's no kind of freak out moment, you know? Um, But yeah, I think in general, just like coming in, coming in with like the right mindset of meeting interesting people and not having like an agenda of like, I want to get a new job and I'm going to find people at these three companies or, you know, know, just being like, Hey, who's, who's here? Who's cool. Um, Let's see who I who I can connect with, like, on kind of a, a personal level, um, because that is that is so much of it, right? Is you know the the sense of isolation of being kind of in a in a silo or a, a lone professional in an organization is, you know, it stunts your technical skills, which is something that you know meeting people at meetups is great for, mm-hmm. but it also just kind of sucks. <laughs> like, like it's just it's not fun, um, and psychologically it can be really really difficult to, you know. There's all sorts of, of issues around that, and you know, finding other people that do similar work and have similar values um, is just makes your job and your life better. <laughs> I agree. Um, so I think I think that's a, a really exciting part of you know having these communities is just kind of making those connections. Yeah, and I love how you're talking about um, kind of on a meta level the difference between community and networking. I know when we talked on Monday. I was using the term networking a lot. And then last night when I was thinking about this podcast, it was like, like, like Jacob, like that's, that, that's not the right term. Cause <laughs> I, I agree with you that, that networking kind of has this, like, like you said, like a transactional notion to it when it is so much more than that. Like if one's goal from a conference is to find that next job, like awesome. But like you said, there's so many other benefits. Meeting dope people is a huge one. And then cool. as, as, as maybe you have ideas down the road, someone you can reach out to to partner with whenever you have a problem in your organization that you're trying to solve, someone you, you can reach out to. And I mean, just pure friendships. I mean, networking doesn't capture that. I think community is the, the much more appropriate term. And write the docs is really, really capture that as well, I think. Well, and it's a lot more fun to work with your friends, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like making like the, the, that's the great thing about events like this is you kind of have an implied rapport where it's like, Hey, everybody here cares about this thing. Right. So we have something to talk about, but it also kind of like you can, you can break in at a personal level and, and kind of really interact with people and 
you know that you have that professional connection. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> um, so it's That's like, awesome. oh, I made a friend, and now I can like work with this friend because we're in the same discipline or yeah. care about the same things. Um, so yeah, I think that's a really, I mean, obviously it's still a professional event and, you know, you, you still need to act professionally and mm -hmm. we have, you know, a code of conduct and all these things, you know, it's not like go crazy and get drunk and, you know, like, <laughs> this, like it's not college, right? Yeah. But I think like there's, there's so much more value to be had on personal connection and just kind of feeling as a member of a tribe, right? Like yeah. that was, that was really the, the feedback that we got that was kind of the most impactful uh, the first couple of years of the conference was, you know, people walked into the room and they were like, I didn't know there were this many people on earth that cared about this stuff. <laughs> you know? It's super um, encouraging. I mean, even I think there's eight of us in our, our Boulder, right? The docs meet up, but I still walk in and I'm like seven others. I'm into this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it really, I mean, you don't need a huge number of people. Oh, it just, yeah. they need to be the right people. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I know uh, Troy said it was a, a tribe of documentarians existed, but they didn't have a central place to meet each other. And you guys, you guys have provided that that meetup, even if the, it is just a just an annual conference. It's still still very encouraging. Well, it's it's kind of like it's the nucleus, right? Yeah. <laughs> Troy Troy has always been the wordsmith. Like I, I've never actually had a job as a writer. <laughs> uh, Troy now actually is like you know he is a, a writer for Twitter. Um, and that the original origin of that, the post about the origin story mm -hmm. was his blog post about joining Twitter. <laughs> oh, wow! Um, <laughs> to to be a writer, like cool. I think we I think we linked to it from the origin story, like the original post. But it's kind of um, yeah, he, he's much more eloquent. <laughs> um, I'm I'm just the one that you know kind of makes things happen. Um, and I and I care a lot about this stuff, but I'm writing is actually not my you know my number one best skill. Hey, it's all good. Write the docs probably wouldn't exist if it wasn't for your skills. Yeah. Even if even if writing isn't a isn't a primary skill. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I think that that really captures. You know, I think the other the other kind of phrase that we use a lot that I really care deeply about is kind of when we say the uh, we're, we're about the art and the science of documentation because mm. I think there's there's definitely an element of that where people around all technical skills, right? They kind of view it as a, a mechanical or something that has no art to it. Um, and I, I just love that kind of framing where it's like, hey, like we're here to talk about, you know, tips and tricks and, you know, like writing techniques, but also, you know, there's a lot more to it and it's a much broader discipline. And yeah, just kind of being able to kind of have it be fully fully represented in that, in that phrase is something that makes me happy. Yeah. And so for, for anyone who's listening, who's attending the conference this weekend, um, we're going to have this published tomorrow so people can hopefully give it a listen before Saturday's hike or Sunday sprints. Um, <laughs> you can listen, listen to it on the plane. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, but how, how would you just encourage attendees to just perceive the conference in particular? I know we kind of talked about in a general sense, how you should kind of approach community and get involved. Um, but th just this conference in particular, how can someone really, really make the most of it? Um, so I think one of the, you know, coming from an open source background, we've stolen a lot of the really good open source ideas. <laughs> and so we, we've basically just made an open source conference for writing. Um, and so that's, you know, the hike was kind of my own thing just because I love hiking. Yeah. Um, but everything else pretty much has been has been stolen or you know um, you know inspired by <laughs> other 
other events, right? And so I think one of the, one of the big mistakes that people make is that they come to the conference and they watch every talk. And I'm not, I'm not saying that every talk isn't worth watching. <laughs> I'm just saying that we have... So one of the really cool things that the space in the venue allows us to do is there's an entire secondary venue space that we run as an unconference uh-huh. during, during the main event. Cool. And so, you know, we have a single track conference, which makes means you never have to choose between talks. Mm-hmm. But there is that kind of, you can choose between a talk or you can choose between a discussion that's going on downstairs. And I think for a lot of people, it's really easy to choose the talk because it's a known quantity, mm. whereas the discussion could be, is, is a, a wild card, right? Um, but I think that the point of being in a room is talking with other people in the room. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, the, there's so much good content in the talks. There's so much really, really interesting stuff. But there's there's so much knowledge in the room, right? And and one of the big things we do is is we encourage the speakers to attend the conference. So that means that the speakers aren't just, like, dropping in, giving a talk, and leaving, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all of the speakers are around. So they're going to be down at the unconference, right? So you'll have a speaker on stage, but you also have somebody... We spoke earlier in the day downstairs, maybe leading a discussion <laughs> or something like that, right? So there's there's so much value in the interaction between people, um, and that's that's really what we try and highlight, right? Sunday, the entire day is all about interaction. Uh, we have the kind of the writing day, uh, which is inspired by open source sprints, mm-hmm. which is basically like let's just get together and work on stuff, right? Like let's see how you know anything from like oh you're using this editor to edit markdown and it like does all this magical stuff for you how does that work <laughs> like um to you know a little bit of introductory material on you know here's how you commit to mozilla developer network right mm-hmm. um they're one of our sponsors and they have people there every year kind of shepherding people through the contribution process cool. and there there's just so much there i think everybody's just there kind of working on their own stuff and it really allows you to connect over the act of writing um, and, and not be just like passive, right? You're, you're sitting there, you're, you're doing stuff, you can contribute to projects. Yeah. Um, yeah and I, I think so much, you know, the, the, the talks are the core of the event and so many of them are, are going to be really good, but there's always going to be a few that aren't applicable to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of the ones that aren't applicable to you are super interesting and inspiring, um, but sometimes you just got to roll the dice and go downstairs and have a discussion. <laughs> and when I, when I think about my own um, past conferences, experiences that first come to mind for me, I mean, kind of like a fanboy after seeing your favorite musician at some dive bar and they're, they're roaming around the bar afterwards, you see these speakers and then just in that more laid back environment, you can just walk up and say hi and just share how how valuable them sharing the expertise was and how it applied to you. It's very powerful. Yeah, and, that, and that's one of the pieces of feedback that we get every year is like, oh, I was having this conversation with somebody at the reception the night before. That's one of the things we do is we don't do any indication of who somebody is on their badge. So the speakers, the volunteers, everybody, you know, they have the same badge. And so it's this like really cool that thing where cool. you, have a, you have a really good discussion with somebody in the reception or like Monday morning and then Tuesday or something, they get up on stage and give a talk. And you're like, what, what? I just, you know, <laughs> like, I just had a really cool conversation and I didn't even, you know, it's, it's that whole kind of, and that's one of the things that, that Troy really brought in with the group photo at the end, uh, being on the stage is like that whole kind of like, this is a community, right? Like you belong on the stage, you belong, like every, everybody is yeah. equal. And these people that are speaking this here are not inherently better. <laughs> um, and that's one of the things we really do try and kind of enforce or, or not enforce, but you know, reinforce, I yeah. guess, is, you know, 
come give a lightning talk this year, you know, next year, you know, maybe try and give a, a talk on stage or lead a discussion. And, and a lot of the welcome wagon stuff that we put out was around that, right? Like how, mm-hmm. how do you kind of navigate this, this space in a way that, that makes you happy and, you know, making people feel empowered. It's like, yes, you can get on the stage. Like it's cool. <laughs> uh, is, is a really fundamental part of, of what we're doing, you know, and if that, like, that's, it's so important to us that, you know, people do feel empowered and it's not just the same, you know, 15 people up on stage every year. Um, but it's like a new, new set of faces and that they're doing interesting stuff and that they're, they're members of the community, right? Like yeah. they're kind of doing stuff that we all care about and they're, they're around and they're accessible. And yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be really good in that regard. It will. And it's, it's awesome that you guys aren't only just inclusive and, and inviting of people from, all sorts of different disciplines surrounding documentation. But once they are a part of that community, you're encouraging them to take, I mean, momentary leadership roles and to really be a, be a thought leader, whether it is a, a long talk or a lightning talk. I love that. Yeah. And it's, it's super, it's super empowering, right? You know, and a lot of people won't necessarily lead a discussion their first year or their second year, but they'll, they'll go down and they'll participate. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's just as valuable. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Well, Eric, I, I appreciate you so much and really taking the time to talk with me today. And I hope I hope listeners aren't only just encouraged to, to maybe step out their own front door and, and get involved in a, a community, whether that is within uh, development or documentation, but also just encouraged to check out Write the Docs, um, both the annual conference and uh, the local meetups, because there's, there's a ton of power, power, forgive me, value packed in there. <laughs> Uh, power power too yes <laughs> if if you simultaneous know, one of, one of the big things about trying to change you know the software industry and and that kind of stuff is is having that constituency and you know having having the group of people that are sitting in a room that have the care you know? yeah. <laughs> like that that shows a lot that it's important and yeah but not and you know we do a really poor job of kind of taking people from you know googling write the docs into being a member of the community um we do i think we do a really good job of it in person but you know ironically the the documentation is not that great you know <laughs> uh co- cobbler shoes and all that uh, <laughs> but um but that's one thing we are really trying to do is you know i everyone isn't able to attend the conference and you know whether it's you know economic or geographic or you just had other stuff going on or um and really trying to find ways to kind of you know use build the community and i I think we didn't really touch on this too much but the slack channel uh has been really really great around that and just yeah giving people kind of those those more informal and and easy ways to connect without necessarily you know having to go somewhere in person uh is is super important as well oh well i'm let's finish off with the slack channel i'm unfamiliar with that actually eric um so it's just a bunch of people that sit around talk about docs (laughs) really and anyone can be a part of the channel? Yep. Yeah, I think we have oh. about four, 450 members right now. Wow. Um, and, I mean, but there's there's a few a few channels. Like, there's just, like, a general, which is, like, a main channel that has pretty good, you know, banter. <laughs> um, but it's a lot of people, you know, I think somebody was just like, how do I translate my docs into Japanese, you know? And then somebody would be like, oh, this person works at this company who just did that. And then they'll, like... <laughs> ping them and then they'll kind of just like jump in and it's, it's just a really cool place to kind of have some fun informal chatter. Um, but also there's a lot of really good kind of communication and uh, a lot of the meet, like all the meetup organizers have like a little channel that they kind of coordinate in and, you know, it's just slowly trying to grow that kind of, it's, it's an obvious point of contact for people in the community. Um, and it's just a nice way to kind of feel connected, you know, any, any day of the week that you really want to feel, you know, 
or, or ask a question or, or just kind of be a, be a part of it. Yeah. So. And you said a lot of banter, but there's, there, there's nuggets of wisdom in the banter always. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, Eric, again, man, I just, I appreciate you so much for talking and, uh, let's just finish off. Where can people find you online if they want to, if they want to connect with you and learn more about Write the Docs? Um, me personally, if you just Google my name, uh, Eric Holscher, uh, Twitter's Twitter or ericholscher.com are probably, um, the easiest ways. And then write the docs is just write the docs.org. Um, and similarly on Twitter at just, uh, write the docs. Um, and yeah, and at write the docs.org, we have a full kind of resources guide. That's like, you know, here's all of the places we are, you know, here's the Slack channel. Here's, we do have a forum that's kind of the Slack channels taken a little bit of thunder away from, but, um, yeah, there's, there's lots of good resources there. Awesome. Awesome. And for anyone who's listening, who's interested in those references, I'll include that in the show notes as well. Cool. Well, Eric, thank you, man. I look forward to hiking mountains with you on Saturday in Portland. Yeah, yeah. Bring, bring a jacket. It's probably, probably going to rain. There but. you go. As it should. Typical yeah, Portland. Exactly. Cool. All right. Well, have a, have a good rest of your day. You too, brother. Great talking. All right. Bye. Bye.